What's up, Team Egos, and welcome to Optimized, the show helping you optimize your mind, body, and spirit through tea. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. Specifically, how we are going to optimize our minds, bodies, and spirits with tea is by digging into four topics and how tea can influence them. Those four are education, mindfulness practices, movement, and community. So tune in to learn how you can optimize your life today. What's up, Team Egos, and welcome to another episode of Optimized. Now, it's been a little bit, and I got to explain just what's been going on. And it will be a very, very exciting fall season this 2023 year because we're working on something big. And if you've been following along on the Fresh Steeps Instagram, you will have seen a little bit of a highlight of what we are working on. Now, I'm not going to release much information as to what I am talking about because it's not done. And I don't like to give away too much information, but just know that we are working on something very cool behind the scenes. And if you do want to stay up to date with any new updates that we're releasing and keep up to speed with what's going on, uh, I highly recommend that you Follow along on our Instagram, which is Fresh Steeps. Uh, follow along there as well as our TikTok. That's where I will be posting and people will hear about it first and foremost. So that's the reason for a little bit of the delays with posting some of these podcast episodes. But we're back and we are going to be sharing more. And today we are diving into the world of tea and gut health. Now, we've talked about this before. I've had many guests, lovely guests on this podcast that have dove deep into gut health and what encompasses gut health. And what I'm going to do here today is just give a very brief explanation of some of the top eight to 10 T's that can help support our gut health. And each of these will be kind of divided into certain categories. Um, But just know that if you do have deeper stuff going on with your gut health, it's best to work with someone like a holistic practitioner to get to the root causes because all of these teas that are going to be discussed today will only support your gut health and act more as a band-aid rather than an actual cure to anything. So with that being said, let's dig on in to some of these teas. Now, like I said, there are different categories to these teas. Most of them that I'm going to be discussing today are caffeine-free. They're herbal tea blends, um, herbal infusions, not tea blends, herbal herbs, herbal herbs, (laughs) herbal teas. But the beauty of it is you can actually blend most of these together and they can have really profound, beautiful effects once blended together that can build upon each other and actually help with any gut challenges you may be experiencing. So the first group or the first category that I'm going to be discussing are known as carminatives. And these carminatives, what that basically means is that it will help reduce any bloating or gas that has been built up in your digestive tract. Now, again, why that's happening 
is something that you need to understand and figure out for yourself. Either work with someone who knows and understands this better, um, who actually knows your personal body, who can work with you for your um, specific needs. But these herbs and these teas can help expand and, and be in support this. So first and foremost, we got peppermint. Peppermint tea is a great and soothing herb. I enjoy it after a little meal. Um, on top of it, ginger. Ginger is also not only just a carminative, but it is a anti-inflammatory too, and a very powerful one um, as such. So not only will you get that carminative style effects from it, <clears throat> but you'll also get some of the anti-inflammatory benefits from it as well. Next one is chamomile, which most people know chamomile as a sleep time tea, but it acts as a carminative to help reduce that, that bloating, reduce the gas that you are producing within your, in your gut microbiome. Um, as well as because of the sedative type effects, it can help relieve the muscles as well as just your digestive tract in general. Uh, and finally, for our carminatives, we have fennel. Now, fennel, I do add a little bit of a warning um, to, one, it's it's really one of the better and quote-unquote more powerful type of gut-soothing herbs. However, um, I've noticed this within myself, um, within people in my life, it can cause almost like a heaviness in the, in the chest. It can cause this, this style of... And I don't know if it's an allergic reaction. I don't know if it was just the dosage. Um, I actually don't fully know why this is a thing. But I do add a precaution of it can make you almost feel a little bit of a shortness of breath when you use an excess amount. So I, when it comes to dosage and everything, what that means for you is very different than what it can mean for everyone else. Now, I, I will say that the flavor of fennel is really delicious. I love it. It has that almost licorice-like flavor. Um, and blending it with other herbs, you can use just a little bit of fennel and blend it with some of these other herbs like peppermint, like ginger, and really have some beautiful effects there. So just to recap real quick of what those carminatives are, we got peppermint. And it can expand past peppermint. It can be like spearmint or just mint in general. Um so it doesn't have to just be peppermint. Peppermint is a really delicious flavor, in my opinion. Um, so peppermint, ginger, chamomile, and fennel. So moving on to our th second category, and there are three in here that I wanted to briefly discuss. Um, these are known as demulcents. So this category, or what a demulcent is, is an herb that can create a mucosal lining in our throat, in our mouth, and in our digestive tract. So so what that means is our body's naturally producing mucus um, just throughout our systems, and these can help promote that production, which is a good thing when it comes to healing. I've heard things about leaky gut, and again, if these are these are more things that you want to discuss and take to a holistic practitioner that you might be working with, with your doctor. Um, but these can help promote that sort of mucus in 
the body and in the digestive tract. So those herbs include, but are not limited to, licorice. Licorice root is one of the more common ones. Um, People know it and either hate it or love it. I think it's a beautiful herb that is extremely sweet um, and really has that profound effect in the throat especially. I can feel, I think it's super healing, feels great on like a sore throat, but also into the gut as well. Um, And again, blends super well with many other herbs, just flavor-wise as well as functionality-wise. The second herb is marshmallow root. And what I find fascinating is you can actually make marshmallows out of it. This is where, quote-unquote, the original marshmallow, this this plant, um, the marshmallow plant, is where original marshmallows came from. And if you make them, you can actually have similar effects to these demulcent and actually get the health benefits from little marshmallows. And I've heard it's very easy. I personally have never tried, but you might want to look into it. There's a lot of very cool videos on social media that you can find. Um, so the, and like I said, the flavor, it's pretty earthy from, from the teas that I've had with marshmallow root, but it, the functionality is great. And, and it really does help boost that, uh, that mucus production in the body. And our final herb is slippery elm bark. That one is almost by the name, just sounds like it's going to help with that mucosal production. So slippery elm bark is our final one. Same thing, demulcent, really, really good functionality wise. Um, doesn't have the best flavor in regard. It's just an earthy bark kind of flavor. So you're not going to like really probably be in love with it. But again, we're not here as much for the the flavors, although those do help. Um, and you can have delicious flavors. But if you want to add this a little bit, a little bit of this into maybe something with a little bit of licorice root, as well as some of the carminatives that we discussed, that could be a really, really awesome tea. So moving on, our last herbal tea and then i have so i have three more left i have one more that is an herbal tea so something that is caffeine free and you can kind of enjoy all day and it's the the category it falls into i would i would put it more as a liver mover or something to help with our liver and bile production like our liver functionality and our bile production within our liver um so I have that one, and then the last two are actual caffeinated beverages, uh, caffeinated teas, if you are interested in something along those lines. So you want that little extra pick-me-up. So before we move into those, though, let's talk about the liver mover known as dandelion root. So you've probably heard it talked about countless times, but dandelion root is a great, great tea for overall health, but especially focusing on the liver health. And our liver is a major part of our gut health. And just the production of, like I mentioned, the the bile that we need to digest properly and, and have have proper health and and gut functioning. So this one is I think it's a very delicious tea on top of the functionality. I think it has, especially if you get it roasted, now there's debate, does roasting dandelion root take away any of the health benefits? 
um, possibly a little bit. But if you have it roasted, it really, really can come across as a chocolatey, very like rich, bitter, chocolatey type tea. A lot of people use it as a coffee replacement if they're cutting caffeine out of their lives, but they still want something like that. It's a very, very delicious tea. Um, Dandelion root just really can add, add a nice, bold bitterness to a tea if you, if that's a flavor you're looking for as well as the functionality it's good by itself as well um, but i really like to blend it with some other more bold teas per se not like a green tea so something more like a black tea a poor tea rooibos maybe something like that um and moving on to our final category which is just the caffeinated teas. So these ones are, are true teas. For you true tea lovers, you true tea connoisseurs, this is up your alley. Um, the first one, which there might be some conflict with, and I will say I'm not going to talk about very specific teas here. I'm going to leave it more open-ended, but green tea is our first one. And, and the reason I say there might be some conflict is... I know a lot of people, as well as myself, had have had very almost nauseating reactions to green tea. And this is, like I, like I mentioned, something that has come up as a question multiple times um, for me, for... Uh, it's just something that I lived with, and I, and I kind of just assumed that that was like the, the price I had to pay for quote-unquote health, was that I feel nauseous for like 20 minutes and then it goes away and I feel great. I realized that that is incorrect. Um, you don't have to feel nauseous. And I'll get into that a little bit a little bit more. But first, why it's so good for our health, but on top of just our general health, uh, our gut health specifically. And this actually, this would be... I highly recommend people check out episode 36 with Dr. William Lee. We talk a lot about gut health in that one. And he talks about the different kinds of teas that are really beneficial for our gut health and what produce and can help with the production of the healthy gut microbiome and mycoflora and everything. Um, green tea is, is part of that process and it can help just boost good, health, healthy microbiome, um, gut microbiome. But on top of it, it has really great poly polyphenols like EGCG, which, which can, again, help with, with that. It's a good antioxidant. It's a it's an anti-inflammatory, so it can help soothe anything that's going on in the gut and help just the body heal itself naturally. So, And there's many, 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 many different types of green tea. So you can find a green tea that's super roasty, and bold. You can find a green tea that's super light, one that tastes like seaweed, some that tastes like flowers. Like it's it's a beautiful tea. So, um, in regards to flavor, you can find anything and everything that you probably would like. Um, and it blends super well with, especially with like peppermint, peppermint. So going back to one of the other ones or some of the other ones that we've talked about. Uh, green tea, chamomile, and peppermint might be a really nice one, or green tea and licorice root. Now, the steeping times and temperatures might vary with some of these, but I think peppermint's a, a very common one 
like a Moroccan mint. That's a great, great tea blend of green tea and mint. And our final, oh wait, before I jump into our final herb, I forgot to mention um, what to do if you are getting nauseated by green tea. That is in regards to the steeping times and temperatures. Um, What I was doing for the longest time is just steeping it at a very hot temperature, so like boiling water basically, for a very long time, five plus minutes. And what that does is it extracts a lot of like the polyphenols and the tannins and things that are quote unquote healthy for us, but it extracts it at such a high level and a high volume and high concentration into our tea that it can react negatively and almost make us nauseous, especially if you are doing this while fasted um, or you have little to no food in your system. Um, this is something that I've noticed. So be super conscientious to how you're steeping your, your teas. If, if you, if this is something that you experience, um, you can steep it at like around 160 degrees Fahrenheit for no more than three minutes. And I would even recommend less than that, like around a minute to two minutes. Um, that will give you the healthy benefits from the tea but also making it taste smoother and sweeter as well as giving you less nausea and or a headache from the tea and then you can re-steep it multiple multiple times and still get over the many steeps still get as many of the polyphenols and and health benefits that you would if you really hit it hard with a with a hot and heavy steep so moving on our final tea is a pu'er tea and this one is my one of my personal favorites. It's a lower caffeinated beverage. I mean, green tea, like I mentioned, green tea has a has a range of caffeine. Um, people assume that green tea is always like around 30 milligrams of caffeine, which is very low. But you can find green teas that are 30 milligrams, but you can also find green teas that are 100 milligrams of caffeine, which is sometimes more than some cups of coffee. So really just depends. You got to just know specifically what you are, are drinking. And, um, if you're interested, hit me up on fresh steeps, uh, Instagram. If you're ever interested in a specific kind of green tea and you don't know what kind of caffeine levels you're working with, let me know. I am very intrigued by this stuff and I will, uh, I'll help guide you in the right direction. But, um, like I said, our next, our next tea is, is, and our final tea is the pu'er tea, which a pu'er tea is for anybody who has not heard this before, which I talk about it, I feel like, all the time because I love it. It's a fermented black tea. So in the processing of the tea leaves, after they harvest, after they... And it doesn't have to be black tea. Let me take that back. It does not have to be black tea. The ones that I always get typically are black tea because I just like that um, for the flavor-wise. But after they harvest the, the tea leaves and typically... These are leaves that have been harvested in the Yunnan province of China. That's where this tea is most famous. Um, comes from this Yunnan province of China, which I believe is in the southeastern corner of China. But this tea harvested, processed, and like I said, you can make a pu'er out of a green tea, a white tea, an oolong, a black. Um, but... I like the black tea. So after they do that initial processing of whatever to whatever they want that to be, um, you take it and you basically make compost out of it. 
Yep. They cast these tea leaves into a giant pile. They water them. They rake them. They turn them over. And they do this for weeks, typically. And what happens is you let bacteria grow onto these tea leaves. And it creates this pretty funky tasting tea. A lot of pu'ers can have this really, really earthy, oily kind of flavor that, again, either you hate it or you love it. Um, I've kind of grown to love it. It's a it's a very, very unique and bold flavor, but um, can be can be challenging at times as well. So, flavor wise. Yeah, you gotta either you're gonna either hate it or love it. Now there are different kinds and variations of pu'er tea, but in regards to functionality, because you get this fermentation of the tea leaves, you basically have a very similar effect to what like a fermented beverage or like a kombucha or a fermented food like kimchi. Um, or kefir, kefir, however you pronounce that, um, would have. And you get this this plethora of bacteria that can ideally support your bacteria as well and act almost as a probiotic for you. Um, there have been discussions too in, I know in traditional Chinese medicine when pu'er is discussed, a lot of times it is known to bind to fatty acids and and fatty excess fatty acids in your bloodstream and in your body so this is why it's always recommended to eat this or drink this after you eat a meal around like 30 minutes after you eat a meal because you might your body's digesting it's 30 minutes gives your body time to digest but then maybe you had like a very a very oily type meal and now you're looking for just for X to get rid of some of that that excess um, excess fatty lipids that are in your in your blood in your body and bloodstream. There's not much scientific research that's backing this, but again, in lore and in understanding, this is something that that people have known it for. And honestly, I love uh, working with pu'er tea after maybe like in the mornings, like when I wake up, if I had like let's say a pizza the night before, a big old pizza. Um, and I ate like the whole thing to myself and I feel a little sluggish, a little, little drowsy. Um, I like it cause it has, it has a bit of caffeine. So it's, it can range anywhere from like 50 milligrams to a hundred plus milligrams of caffeine. So you get that energy kick, but then it also does help feel like it cleanses the system and rejuvenates the body. So, that's that's kind of it the like i mentioned there are a few categories we have carminatives which are the peppermint ginger chamomile and fennel we have our demulsants which are licorice root marshmallow root and slippery elm bark we have our liver mover which is dandelion root and then our two caffeinated teas which are pu'er and green tea so check those out and i appreciate you tuning in today if uh, if you haven't, check out freshsteeps.com. Uh, if you want to check out any of the tea blends, I have a bunch of blends that have some of these teas in there. So freshsteeps.com, if you're looking, if you're interested in maybe trying a pu'er tea, try our chai. 
that's uh that's the unique twist that we have on it we have a little bit of a chai with um with some pu'er in it and also dandelion root and ginger so kind of hits a little bit of all these all these pieces as well as a mint medley green tea which is green tea with peppermint spearmint rosemary and go-to cola to help with that mind as well as body connection so check that out appreciate you tuning in and we'll uh, see you in the next episode hey thanks for tuning in to today's episode if you're still listening there's probably a good chance that you got some value out of today's episode i am on a mission of helping 1 million people optimize their minds bodies and spirits with tea and i need your help If you can leave a five-star rating and review, this will help spread the word and show more people this show. I thank you for your help and support, and I look forward to seeing you soon.